and welcome to Shaken Not Noob, the official podcast that is doing yet again a second special for the year. I am your host, Duty, and with me today is not Fuzzy Dan, because the word zombie is mentioned a couple of times, and he runs quicker than Usain Bolt. That's the first thing that came to my head. But I am with a man who is so special that he actually needs to be summoned from the sea to actually appear on this show. So if you'd give me a one moment, people, I will summon our special guest. Now that the is man, an intro. That is <laughs> the man is Michael from Cold Truck. How are you, Mikey? I'm doing really well, mate. Doing really well. Um, happy to be here and... Uh, yeah, a bit upset that the the fuzzy one is uh, is not joining us. Uh, yes, you know? yes. He he. I think the last time you were on the on the show was uh, was Resident Evil Two around this time last year. If not the Devil May Cry Five review that we did at the Devil May like Cry, a pub yeah, on definitely. Brunswick Road or something like Brunswick yeah, Street yeah. or something. Definitely. Um, yeah, that was probably the last time I was on the show. But you know, as soon as I heard that um, RE Three was making a you know a remake or a remastered version. I wanted in. <laughs> I wanted in. Well, uh, look, we could we could not talk about Resident Evil Three and not have you on. Essentially, when uh, when Resident Evil Two came out, I think it was like you know a week later or something like that. You messaged me like, "All right, I've picked up Resident Evil Two. You know, there's a there's a bit of uh, uh, shock responses coming from you know my nerd room, and your wife was telling you off at the time as well for just you know being a bitch. Pretty much, pretty much. I, I don't know. I, my wife's into all that horror and all that you know the murder mystery and and all that. But yeah, look. I am a little bitch. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put it out there straight up. These Resident Evil games made me shit myself back in the '90s, and you know what? Yeah, it, it happened again when I played RE2 and RE3. You even put up a video. You know, you've, you've also got your own um, Culture Shock Collectibles YouTube page, and you even put up, I think it was about like a 20-minute gameplay sort of bit of a run through and and sort of a, a reminisce of the old Resident Evil 2 this new remaster yeah. while you're playing it for the first time as well and it, it's it's actually pretty fun yeah definitely um look I, I was hoping there was going to be a few more instances where people would actually hear me crap myself um <laughs> but unfortunately the parts that i was playing and, and and showing during the clip there was only one or two standout moments so but i can guarantee you it, it was a yeah it, it was scary definitely That's it. It's a fun ride, but uh, but besides that, we've we've probably only got maybe one piece of news um, before we get on to essentially the main event of this episode, which we all know why we're here. Um, and I assume as well you've seen it, Michael, because it's been on everything: Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, all that sort of crap. Um, that's the reveal of the PlayStation Five controller, and you're a big PlayStation man. What's your thoughts on it? Uh, look, the, the Dual Sense, I think they're they're yeah. calling it. Yeah, something um, like that. Very, yeah, I mean, cool, slick design, very similar, I think, to the PS4 control in shape and, and stuff like that, probably just a little bit more slicker. Um, obviously, what it can do is probably more what I'm looking forward to, and that's things like, you know, the adaptive triggers and buttons that you can change, um, the tension and, and stuff like that. And I know you can buy controls out there already that probably do this sort of thing, but to get a control straight out of the out of the box that does that, um, I think is pretty cool. Yeah, it, it, it does look it's a little strange as well because like normally, like essentially, I think the only console that PlayStation had that didn't have sort of a, a black controller was the PlayStation 1 way back, you know, it had the grey mm, controller. The gray. And yeah. now they're going with, with white and black. And it, I don't even, does it have the, it, I don't even think it has that touch bar that the PlayStation 4 controllers have on it. It just looks like a big, long mm. blank of nothingness. Yeah, yeah in the middle. 
the middle yeah. section. Yeah, look, I mean, I haven't really read exactly what that will, in, you know, enable you to do. Mm. Um, I don't think it's... I've, I can't even remember if I've even used that on my PS4. Um for it's anything, used for like so. a couple of the launch games. Was like, oh, use the touch screen to change yeah. pages. I'm like, oh, okay, that's, yeah. And then after that, never, never saw it again. So, yeah, um, yeah, probably not something that really excites me with stuff like that. But look, the control looks cool. But I can't help thinking this shit's gonna get dirty. It's white, mm-hmm. and I know you know you're not gonna have dirty hands when gaming. But at the end of the day, the control is gonna discolor if it is white. So. You're going to get, you know, hand sweat going into the, the cracks of the control and you're going to get all that, like, brown, yeah, grey gunk getting in and, it. Ugh. I guess my only question for Sony is, does it come in black? But <laughs> Gee, we can but. ask that question. Well, a uh, uh, friend of, uh, of, well, of both shows, Matt Combs, he designed an Iron Man controller, so he made it red and gold. And it kind of looked, looked pretty cool. And someone else had also, like, done a mock-up of a black PlayStation 5 DualSense controller, and it yep. looked really similar in regards to the the, the palm, where you essentially you hold the controller, the palm area, mm-hmm. if you will, mm-hmm. is very bulgy, if sort of like the Xbox controller, how it's got that yep. sort of more rounded bulge and the sleek yep. pins down. Um, so it looks like they it, it looks like they're kind of ripping off the Xbox controller there, buddy. Mm, yeah, nah, nah, definitely not. <laughs> no, look, I, no, I, no, I, I see where the similarities are. Yeah, I can see the similarities. Um, if there is no option for a black control, Matt might be sending you my white control to customize. Oh yeah, there you go. Get him to get him to paint it up. Yep, definitely. Nah, mm. uh, looking forward to the PS5. I mean, just to see exactly you know what it's going to be capable of. You know what launch games we're going to get with it. Um, I really would have loved it to be backwards compatible with literally Sony's entire. Back catalogue, yeah. Back catalogue, you know, I think that would just be amazing. Even though I love having my PS1 sitting here, 2 and 3, um, it just would be cool to be able to play it all on one console. Well, yeah, so I, I did see you did put up a, a bit of a bit of a laugh Instagram post on your Culture Shock Collectibles Instagram where it was, you know, you, you purchased Resident Evil 3, you tried to put the PlayStation 4 copy in your PlayStation mm, 1. So have you yeah. still got your PS1, <laughs> 2 and 3 sitting in that shelf I, as well? I have the PS1 in the shelf. I've got the PS3 in another room and the PS2 is packed up. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, right now in front of me, I've got the PS4, the N64, the Super Nintendo and the PS1 set up in my Jeez. sort of man cave. And you got the Switch as well. You, the only thing you don't have is an Xbox. You essentially yeah, need the Xbox yeah, to finish much. off the range. Definitely. Definitely. Okay, but uh, yeah, probably not going to happen. I'm a Sony well, guy. You're a Sony guy. I also own Nintendo. <laughs> And a Dreamcast. Oh, and a God. Sega Saturn. <laughs> <laughs> Every other console but an Xbox. Oh, man, you're missing out. You're missing out. It's, a <laughs> it's load not going to happen. You've been trying for a few years now. It's not going to happen, mate. Dude, I nearly got you at one point. I think I found one for like 200 bucks, brand new from like Harvey Norman or something. Yeah. I sent it to you and you went, oh, shit, that's tempting. Do you know what will happen in you know, 10, 15 years' time when that console becomes a retro console? Be like, man, I never had an Xbox. I'm going to go spend $600 on a retro Xbox. Oh, the OG Xboxes were like giant bricks. Yeah, pretty much. I've I can just see that happening. Still got it as well. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it happened with, with the Nintendo 64. Like, I never had a Nintendo 64 as a kid. I was always, obviously, the Sony PlayStation mm. kid. Um, and then I was like, I need a Nintendo 64 in my life. So, went and go on. Well, then, well, it won't be long before you get an Xbox. Well, maybe next generation you'll Another just go, hey, years. look. <laughs> Yeah, maybe next generation we'll go, I'll get a PS5 and I'll get this the Xbox Series X. We can only hope. We can only hope, yeah. 
either that or they just do more crossplay because crossplay is coming into a big thing now. You can play uh, like Rocket League crossplay with PlayStation to Xbox. You can do Call of Duty. We just need some more like Resident Evil Resistance, which Resistance. Uh, <laughs> I'll get to that later. Yeah, we'll get. <laughs> but Save Michael, that later. <laughs> but uh, of course you are from uh, you are from our show sponsor. It's a fantastic store. I found something online that I'll, I'm going to be purchasing when it comes into stock we've already had this conversation but what's what's going on on your side in regards what's just come in there's new funko pops coming in from my understanding well we've got WonderCon, um which obviously was supposed to be this weekend in the u.s so another mm-hmm. comic-con basically um due to old mate rona um that has been cancelled um so we are still getting the funko exclusives so WonderCon is running as more of a virtual convention this year yep. Um, as we've seen with Emerald City and, and a couple of others that have passed. So we're getting all the uh, the Funko exclusives. We've actually got them already, um, but we're not allowed to open them until Saturday. Um, so, yeah, they're, they're, that's, that's going to be cool. So it's going to be a big day Saturday with the exclusives. Um, but, yeah, look, it's it's been a, a weird time because, I mean, obviously with everything going on in the world at the moment, um, you know, Things got a little bit quiet, but, you know, they've gone back uh, to a little bit more normal. We had a great weekend last week, weekend with our 10% off sale. Um, so it's just awesome that, you know, we have so many awesome customers that continue to back us. Yeah, it's a, it, it's, it's a lot... Uh, I've said it, you know, multiple times, and it's a lot better than the... I won't name the store because... <laughs> You know, they know who they are. Both stores yep. who uh, colours are black and green. Um, but... Honestly, the you know, there's there's loads of photos that you know I've, I've put on the Shaken Not Nerd page and all that sort of stuff of ordering a Funko Pop from another store to your store, and yeah, th- everything's wrapped in bubble wrap. Like I'm getting a a, a box that's you know th- that says you know Andre the Giant on the outside of it. I go, I didn't order an Andre the Giant, and then open it up and go, open there's the my order. Yeah, yeah. Look, I mean, we 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 actually get messages on you know instagram facebook or even an email saying hey mike you know thanks so much for sending that figure holy cow the packaging was like amazing maybe a little bit of overkill but it was amazing thank you um, you want so overkill yeah, than underkill though that's the thing the collectors are so like butt hurt when there's a crease in a box somewhere 100% and being a collector myself i think that's what makes me throw in that extra you know newspaper or or, or you know a copy of the whatever age it, copy of the age i mean so you get free reading material too more, <laughs> you know what more do you want um no but it's you got to do it you know what i mean it, it has it, you've got to get it there safe and and that's something that we really pride ourselves on um at culture shock collectibles just making sure that that thing is padded to the shit house yeah yeah now have you had any orders yet that have got the uh the uh, shit what was the promo code that i like just made up on the spot a couple months back I can't remember what the, it was. The free Funko, yeah, we haven't yet. No, but we we need to sort of we need to get that going, man. Like you're willing to <laughs> buy someone. I buy, buy someone. I will buy someone a Funko. Yeah, it it'll be a random Funko from my choosing into their order, but I will yeah. buy I will buy them a Funko. Sure, exactly right. Yeah. So someone needs to jump on that. Yeah, definitely. Definitely jump on that. So I mean, hey, it's a great opportunity to do it this weekend with WonderCon. Get yourself a WonderCon exclusive. Let Duty know what uh, what code. He wants you to use, and oh, there'll be an extra pop. I think it was like play with each other and play with yourself. I think play was with what yourself. It was. I think it was. Yeah. yeah, play play with yourself was the code. <laughs> if someone was. the first person to put that into their thing, I will buy them a Funko Pop. So when you check out in the notes section, put play with yourself as the code, and we'll get you a uh, free pop. Yep. 
I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll get to choose it and I'll pay for it. But yep, yeah, that's that's yeah. fine with me. You choose. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm gonna have fun. Done deal. We'll, we'll find <laughs> we'll find some super exclusive Grail that's worth three hundred bucks and make you pay for that. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking uh, Margin Vegeta Chrome or whatever the fuck oh, it was man. called from the so other cool. year. But so expensive. Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, it was okay. Um, but yes, of course, fantastic website. Uh, your Instagram game is strong as fuck. But um, love Instagram. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing. No, no other collectible shop hits up Instagram. It's all like, "Hey guys, we're live on Facebook." Cool. I don't use Facebook anymore. It's full of ads. That's the thing. I mean, yeah, our Facebook following is fantastic. Like, don't get me wrong, but but like everything we we post is you know a lot more Instagram based, and I don't know. I think the interaction's a little bit cooler. Um, it's not full of crap that Facebook's feeds are full of, you know. So I think yeah, that's something we really concentrate on. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. But um, I've got, of, of course, it's it's Resident Evil Three we're talking about this week. If you can't tell by the name yeah. of the episode or the the thumbnail picture that I've, <laughs> I've created this week or that I've posted on uh, on the Shaken Not Node listening community, I want it to be but, Jill. Why, why couldn't I be Jill? Why do I have to be well, Carlos? Yeah, well, because <laughs> well, you you sort of look like a Carlos. <laughs> all right, all right, I'll go with Carlos. <laughs> if your yeah. hair was long and covering your face and shaggy like Shaggy. <laughs> Then yeah, you'd, you'd probably be a Carlos. You could cosplay is, as Carlos. At is a it convention. just me, or is he a little bit Keanu Reevesish in know. this game? Yeah, no, just his look. I don't know. I know the shaggy hair, maybe not. Well, maybe sort of. What is it? Bill yeah, and Ted. Of, yeah, a bit of Bill and Ted, bit of Point Break, and there with like yeah. the wetness of it. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. a Soul Glow. Remember that product Soul Glow from oh, Coming to America with Eddie, Eddie Soul Murphy? Soul Glow. <laughs> That's what he's using in that that, oh, in that shaggy hair. That's an amazing. That's an amazing <laughs> movie as well. Um, but, uh, of course, Resident Evil 3, yep. it's, uh, it's just, it's, well, it's, it's been out for about a week now. Uh, we were going to do, we w- weren't going to do an episode last week because essentially the game would have come out on the day that you would have been listening yeah. to it. There might be some spoilers. You might not have finished it. Um, but also Michael has played the OG Resident Evil 3 where, uh, if you've seen the video review I've done, my first experience of it was watching the OG Resident Evil 3 shitting myself and I haven't touched it since. Um, yep. So picking this up as a as sort of a fresh point of view of what is the remake like to play without having played the original and only being only played uh, Resident Evil 2 uh, from last year. Yeah. Uh, and of course, you know, you've played the OG one. Uh, Michael, for, for people who don't know anything about Resident Evil at all or who are, who are just looking for a bit of a gag, what's the story of Resident Evil 3? Uh, pretty much coronavirus break. I mean, no, sorry, <laughs> wrong, wrong, wrong game. Um, <laughs> virus breaks out in a place called Raccoon City. Um, it is very much a, a virus that is built, you know, by a company called Umbrella, um, probably for, you know, to weaponize um obviously this breaks out turns everyone into zombies and um it's basically about uh jill valentine uh trying to escape the city and get the hell out yeah yeah that's a, that's a good pretty now, much it's jill valentine's also a, a returning character from resident evil one mm-hmm. um who uh, also i think it's resident evil one uh you also get to play as chris redfield um yep. that's I, I, i've got the remake of resident evil one I, I haven't actually gotten around to finishing it so that's probably something i need to yeah, do over yeah. over this lockdown and um, it does take place uh pretty much on the same night as resident evil 2 yeah it takes place earlier but then when there's a, there's a petit- portion in the game where time time you know elapses where yep. it's then after resident evil 2 from from what i've seen yeah pretty much and uh, of course you've got uh, the, the titular character of nemesis which uh, we'll get into later but uh, michael 
it's it, it for me it was a fantastic game. I, I I really enjoyed it as a as a newcomer. You being more of a, a a series veteran, if you will, to Resident Evil Three, at least compared to me. What did you? How how did you enjoy Resident Evil Three? Ah, uh, look, honestly, just blown away yep. from from the get go from the from the start when you know you're waking up as Jill in the apartment. And just the way that they've re- sort of redesigned the surroundings, and then once you get out onto the street, I sort of found myself looking around to start because I just wanted to to see how they had changed the surroundings. Um, and I think they did such an awesome job to to recreate it and just to sort of um, they took it to a new level. I yeah. mean, obviously they've included a whole lot of different um, you know stores, and it's just more you know interactive the environment compared to the original games. And I thought that that was was awesome from the get-go and that was something that you just notice as soon as you get out onto that street um overall you know super enjoyable game um obviously there are you know some downfalls of you know for me things that they actually took out of the game um, but we can get into that a bit after um but i felt that the the controls were just flawless um and just very you know very smooth throughout the whole game um and going back to the environment, just being able to go into all the stores and look around and, you know, there was a few little Easter eggs around that brought you back uh, to the original game and being able to go back into different areas a few times to unlock lockers. Um, yeah, just really enjoyable from the get-go. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I will say sort of only, you know, remembering it from, you know, the PlayStation One graphics. It was like 1999 when it originally came out. Yeah. And and Resident Evil Two, you you're on the street for all of two seconds before you run into mm. the the Raccoon City police station. It's a, this game essentially it starts you on the street. Well, it, it kicks you off into the streets and then and and you, you sort of get that pseudo uh, exploration, if you will, yeah. of of a bit of Raccoon City compared to Resident um, Evil. Two. This is a much more you know fast-paced game. Um, there's a you know a greater emphasis on the action and less on the you know solving puzzles to get to the next area. Um, yeah. So for me, like even when playing the original part two and original part three, I enjoyed part three so much more because I just couldn't be bothered doing all these you know mind-boggling puzzles. I just yeah. wanted to get out there and kick some ass, and that's that's exactly what Resident Evil Three is. It's just you know, a hell of a lot more action and less sort of puzzle focused. I will say there's a there's a very clear difference with Resident Evil Three and Two, um, in regards to yes, the the gameplay is very similar in regards to the over the shoulder and the the ammo crafting and all that sort of stuff. But um, I found with Resident Evil Three, I, I, I struggled finishing Resident Evil Two because I I get scared very easily, but I just had to power through it. Yeah. Um, but Resident Evil Three's got more of that. Um, re- the the rebooted Tomb Raider feel. It's 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 got the scripted moments and the sort of the running and the dodging sort of atmosphere. The those moments in the game, as well as you get a lot more ammo, especially if you're playing on assisted mode. You, you I think you craft more ammo. You, yeah, you start can, off yeah. with the assault rifle as yeah. well, which I think you do in in the OG one. But I went back and and I'm playing Resident Evil Two on my second run through mm-hmm. at the moment. And I'm maybe 20 to 30 minutes in on my second run through. And I'm sitting there going, this is too scary for me. Like the <laughs> atmosphere and the survival is more profound in Resident Evil 2, it where is. 3 is more Shoot em up. Tomb Raider yeah, action. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. I found that as well. And and like you just said, there is a lot more ammo um, that's readily you know, available to you in part 3. Um, part 2, and I'm going to go back and play part 2 um, next as well. 
but I remember even when I played the remaster version of part two, I was using my knife and stuff like that just to get through sections because I was out of ammo so quickly. Um, yeah. So that's, and that's like, once again, why I, I really loved Resident Evil three more than two, even back in the day is just because it was yeah a little bit more action based and, and, um, I guess you could call it a little bit easier because there was more ammo and stuff available. Yeah, oh, yeah, definitely. A cool um, addition that I found as well is throughout the game, obviously, you're going to encounter the nemesis um, and you're not going to be able to kill the nemesis. But, mm. you know, shooting at the nemesis a few times and, and, and you know, taking him down, um, he gets down to one knee and he also drops an umbrella loot crate. Um, and the loot crate was really cool because it contained, you know, weapon upgrades and ammo and, and all different sort of just rewards. Um, so I found that that was a really cool addition to the game. That was from, I think, the original 1999 one as well, like in moments yeah, where you could take on... That. Yeah. Yeah if, yeah, if you took on Nemesis, he'd drop a, a weapon crate or upgrades you for go. you. But see, yeah. like I, I, I found that out after I'd finished the game because I'd gone back and, and looked at, you know, old school reviews yeah. of the game or, or someone had done a retrospective of it. But... When I was playing throughout my time playing Resident Evil Three, I treated Nemesis like Mister X, where if you shoot him, yeah. you'll you'll stop him for a split second to, to give you that chance to run. Yeah. He he actually won't bugger off, or he won't you know retreat for a moment to to sort of compose himself. Where yeah. Mister X just kept coming for you. Yeah, I think so. Any time I saw him, I just yeah. ran. Well, the Nemesis was about thirty seconds, I think. If you if you took him down to one knee, you'd get about thirty seconds to to get the hell out of there. Um, yeah. But there was sort of parts when you were trying to escape the Nemesis that I felt that was just, it was pushing you to the next section of the game. Um, yeah. You know, it would push you in a certain direction um, to get to that next part of the game, which I thought it just would have been cooler if you could sort of roam around different areas and, and you know, take down the Nemesis a little bit when you wanted to and then start working towards that area. But I felt I was being pushed to go that way. Yeah, he, he he's, he's sort of like a catalogue. He herds you into certain sort of exactly areas, right. but then he'll follow you into those herded areas. Yeah, exactly right. Um, but yeah. yeah, that was probably one little downfall. But with the Nemesis, just in general, the, the way that they've redesigned the Nemesis and, and, and stuff like that, he, it just looked wicked. Um, really like the design. Yeah. Personally. I wasn't a huge fan of the redesign of Nemesis. No. I, I I found his his attire looks like he was wrapped in like garbage bags, or or uh, or morgue bags or something yeah. like that. Like it, he's got hazmat written sort of all over, like stamped all over this yeah. black weird sort of outfit he's trench wearing. And his thing. yeah, 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 because his his OG outfit was was that sort of that trench coat with the big stomping gothic thing. boots sort yeah. of thing. Yeah, and this is like. Yeah, hazmat, garbage bag, morgue body. Morgue body that's of. popped out. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it, his sort of his face has been redesigned as well where he's got more... Portray- he looks a little bit like the Chatterer from the Hellraiser series, if you've watched <laughs> Hellraiser. Yeah. He's got sort of more teeth than head. Yeah. Um, but he's still very imposing. And, you know, having, having you know, now after finishing, gone back and looked at some other iterations of Nemesis, mm. I even went back and watched that shit Resident Evil movie. Um, Nemesis is awful in some of those iterations because they tried to keep him to that original design, yeah. or they tried to make his voice more imposing. And it, yeah, didn't, I, I didn't mind. I didn't mind Nemesis in this, but it also it looked a little weird. Yeah, I think obviously that that was a really cool design, you know, with the sort of leathery looking outfit and the boots and the, 
that was cool, definitely. Um, but yeah, look, I, I did enjoy the the way that they had sort of redesigned him. But um, I do see where you're coming from. In the in the movie, was it her boyfriend that became Nemesis or something like that? I can't remember. Yeah, Matt it was. Or it was. Yeah, it was the dude from the first movie yeah. who she'd sort of like pseudo fallen the for. The love interest, yeah. Yeah, and then at the like he got scratched by a liquor and he started mutating yeah, and then that's he it. got yeah, yeah. I I rewatched some of the Resident Evil because like that's the thing when you when you when you read something or you watch something you get a little bit of that, you know, you're on a little bit of a high. So yeah. after finishing Resident Evil 3, I went back and watched some Resident Evil movies. They're all fucking awful. There's not a single good Resident Evil movie. So much potential and just such a big fuck up. Oh, really fucking, just oh, horrible awful and being so into the games back then when the first movie came out i was so excited like they're gonna do this and you know we're finally getting a movie and then it was just like oh you gotta be kidding me like did you not play any of the game you know did yeah did you just not sit there and just just sit there and play it for an hour and then write the movie on that that's all you had to do <laughs> yeah yeah the first movie i think was like the you know that they tried to show the 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 Arcalay mansion or whatever yeah. it was called. there were little and then it was like you know, Little but, references, yeah. but then it was like, oh, there's a big, you know, the, the, the mansion is connected to the big lab underground that everyone works at. I'm like, isn't the Arclay mansion just connected yeah. to like a, a small lab? Yeah, exactly under the, right. Under the mansion, not this yeah. big fucking a hive. tunnel. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. it, the hive or whatever the fuck yeah. it's called. Exactly right. Um, oh, another cool thing in the game for me was the dodge feature. I don't know, did you use that much throughout the game? I used it when Nemesis was chasing me, but yep. um, there's there's one point where I and I think it's in the video review I did. I dodged into the hay, into the Nemesis's fucking haymaker and just got <laughs> whacked into the face. Yeah, I I didn't actually use it for um, uh, the slow mo. Oh, so yep. if you if if they're just if a zombie's just about to grab you and you dodge, it goes into that slow mo yep. mode. Yep. I didn't experience it at all. I tried to trigger it, and it it's really you got to time it 100%. You have to yeah, exactly right. Yeah, you, I used it a few times. Um, I found Carlos's dodge feature to be a little bit more responsive and a little bit easier to use. Um, oh, I didn't even try it on Carlos. Yeah, so Carlos's was cool and he sort of, if you press the dodge button at the right time, he does some move where he, I don't know if he punches them or he stabs them or something, but it, um, I found it just a bit easier to, to control with yeah. Carlos. I think because Carlos is well, an overall slower character as well, you know, I did find Carlos more. Uh, I found him harder to to use than yeah. Jill. Yeah. Um, so of course, yeah, it's it's probably not even a spoiler, but you do swap between Jill and mm-hmm. Carlos throughout the game. Yeah. So you start off as Jill, and then you'll swap to Carlos for certain particular parts. Yeah. Um, and there was, I'll probably get to it a little bit later when we talk more into spoilers. But there was one point in the game where I had maybe 20 rounds left in the assault rifle and I'm going crap I need I know I need to go from this room where this objective is I need to backtrack to where I need to go there's going to be something I have no ammo for the pistol yeah. and 20 rounds for the assault rifle it's not going to be enough yeah Definitely. where with Jill I was like cool I'm back with Jill I've got 600 rounds for the pistol I've got you know yeah you've got you've stockpiled all these yeah 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 I, I've deliberately game. put things away for Jill but yeah. then for Carlos I'm like I'm fucked you just get what you're given at the time when you <clears> you know you go through the Carlos storyline and yeah you don't have that time yeah. to stockpile weaponry and upgrade your weapons and stuff like that yeah I did I did find as well that you can there was one point where now I, I didn't know that I you know damaged Nemesis for him to piss off but he was coming after me and I just saw he was standing next to a red barrel and just shot it yeah 
it set on fire, killed some zombies at random, and then he. I turned around and he was gone. And then I. It showed up on the map supply case, but I was on the other side of the map. By the time I it. noticed it, so I'm like, he's dropped something for me, a weapon upgrade or something. But I'm too far away to go yeah. get it now. Yeah, like exactly it's on the right. other side of the donut shop, and the donut shop is now on fire, <laughs> so I can't go to it. You actually can't get that. Yeah, the item. Yeah, definitely. I yeah, think once, I had something once similar. Once it goes on fire, you can't well. get back to it. Yeah, and even like I mean, the barrels were really were, were definitely helpful when you're getting sort of more hordes of zombies and stuff like that coming at you, and the electric. Um, what are they? Oh, the, the generators. The generators. That was awesome too. That just slowed everything down a little bit, so you can regain your composure and you know, after shitting yourself and. Um, Get out there and just take them out um, yeah. at a slower yeah. pace. We've got the we've got the normal zombies returning from, of course, Resident Evil Two. We've got Nemesis. We've also got uh, shit. What is it called? It's the the giant fish in the sewer. I can't recall what. You they're know what that reminded called. me of? You know, from the Mandalorian. You know the the things that they were riding. Oh, the blurgs. Yeah, the blurgs. Yeah, they yeah, look yeah. like blurgs, but just with bigger teeth. Yeah, they've got like a tentacles that come out of their mouth. Yeah, with teeth on them or something yeah. like that, and. At the first time I saw them in the sewers, I fucking shat myself. Yeah. But then after that, I was like, cool, you need three shotgun rounds into the mouth. And, and you're you done. Go, you immediately go down. Yeah, they weren't that scary after a while. <clears throat> and uh, But, I mean, playing through the game, there were so many things that I had forgotten. You know, there was liquors and stuff. I'm like, oh, there's no liquors in part three. Is there's no liquors. But, yeah, obviously, you know, they're, they're the one thing that scared the shit out of me as a kid. And, you know, they managed to do the same in uh, in this version. Yeah, there, there is, you know, uh, I, I think it's it's probably, uh, if you if you uh, interested in Resident Evil 3, um, well, you can clearly tell we're both a fan of it, but we're probably now going to start slowly moving over into spoiler territory yeah, for anyone who's uh, who's interested. Um, so, if you, if, if you want to turn off now, fair enough, but we're probably going to start creeping into that area towards now. But there is the point where you play as Carlos and you go to the uh, Reckon City Police Department. Um, and it's essentially the, the sort of, it's only the ground level of the, the, the sort of the ground yeah. level of the, the Reckon City. Yeah. And, um, you get to see how, uh, I think it's like Marvin, I think yep. was the character's name from the second game, how he actually gets bitten, turned into a zombie. Yep. You get to find out what happens to Brad Vickers, yep. uh, the star agent. Um, and then, uh, you go through the corridor and you actually see how those cops get fucked up in the corridor by yep. the liquor. A little bit like, um... Metal Gear Solid 1, when you see uh, Ninja go through and fuck up all the soldiers, <laughs> yeah. and you're just like snake sitting on the other yeah, side of the corridor going, it. what the fuck? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah look, I mean, um, the, the, the police station scene, uh, you know, section of the game was, was awesome. Obviously, you know, you, you don't get to explore as much of the police station as, you know, in part two, but um, definitely cool to sort of go back through that that whole area. Yeah, I tried going upstairs into like the, the certain areas upstairs, yeah. and all the all the doors require those special keys yeah. to go through and all that sort of stuff. Um, but even the same, uh, the safes and the, the 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 lockers and stuff have the same codes as yep. what they do in Resident Evil Two. Yep. Um, and I thought that was that was really really cool. But then I was also like, well, where I am as Carlos, like you know, maybe a couple of hours later, Leon rocks up or Claire rocks up, and I'm like, I've already looted. You've this taken safe. everything. They're screwed. Yeah, there, there should be something like you have to you have to leave that there. Sort of like, you know, the Indiana Jones puzzle is swap, you know, leave yep. something to take something sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, exactly right. Um, I, I, I really dug going back to the police station. The first time you go up against the liquor scared the living shit out of me because it's not a... 
it's not a scripted moment. Like he, it's alluded to that he's there, and then he literally comes out of fucking nowhere yeah. in a room that he's n- like just not expected in. You just turn a corner and it's fucking and there. it's there, literally. I mean, you do sort of see something scurry past <laughs> the windows and stuff like that. So you're like, holy shit! Yeah, you get those little teasers and stuff like that. Yeah, but the fact that it's just out of nowhere, bang! And it's, I mean, it's the same in part two when it. You know, you see the liquor dive through the um, interview room window and stuff like that. That just scares the crap out of you, and that's that's pretty much pretty much what made me put these games away as a kid. Because yeah, they're just yeah, just super scary, but awesome, awesome. Uh, just redoing that the whole the whole liquor thing was just yeah, it was crazy, but scary. I think as well, you only really get liquors in the police station. You don't get them outside of the police station. Pretty much, yeah, just in the police station, from what I recall. Which I was kind of bummed out with that. Like, there were certain points where you get the... the, you get the zombies. You get uh, you get the giant fish at, yep. uh, again towards certain points, but you don't really get liquors where you think you would yeah. in in certain areas. Um, but you also get the sort of a different type of zombies. I think they call like grey faces Dude, or the husks, white or faces, or yeah, yeah something white like that. Fa- yeah. yeah, something like that. Um, and they can only go down from high caliber rounds into the face. And I was like, oh, yeah, shit, they okay. were painful, definitely painful <clears throat> throughout. You know, the later stages of the game. Um, but yeah, that. Yeah, a few more liquors, you know, probably would have been cool. Um, maybe in the hospital area, throwing in yeah, a few liquors yeah. would have been awesome. Um, well, that, that's what I expected because yeah. you get a first put, per- like, like, sorry, people, we are going sort of slowly more into spoilers, yeah. but there's a first person point where you think a liquor's coming after you when you're playing as Carlos, mm. and then you open the door and a giant, like, green claw comes in. I'm like, what the fuck is that? Exactly right. Yeah. yeah. And it's the fucking hunters. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, definitely. I think that's sort of obviously, yeah. It was the Hunters or Lickers, and they just obviously went with Hunters, mm. and that was cool. But, I mean, that, that whole hospital area has just been shown so much love. Like, they they turned it into a much bigger building than the original game. It's now a two-story building. Um, and just the eeriness of walking those halls of a hospital um, yeah. for me was awesome. Because, I mean, that was a, something in the game that probably wasn't as intense uh, in the original um, so they've really showed that area some love and really extended the length of that section. You, you get more of that Resident Evil Two atmosphere horror in the the hospital yes. because, like, yeah. you clearly know like sick people go to the hospital and then there's like, cool, I need to find out a way to get into this room. The only other room that's open according to the map is the this, the intensive care unit. Fuck, I have to go in there. Yeah. And then you go in there and there's like eight fucking zombies and they're like, oh, You just fuck. know you're going to encounter zombies around every corner when you're when you're in a hospital. And um, Yeah. So I think that, that for me, I, I'd probably say that was probably one of my most favorite sections of the game um, because it did oh, have yeah. that more horror element to it. Um, and just being dark and, you know, flickering lights and, you know, just not knowing around, what's around that next corner in a hospital for me was, was pretty cool and they really... I think they really showed that that building and that section of the game some major love with with designing it. Yeah, and and when you when you're running around the the hospital as Carlos, uh, I was freaking out big time. But then when it was like, "Cool, you're going back to Jill now," I'm like, "Sweet, I've got a shotgun. I'm yeah. keeping this thing equipped. I've got my like you know Desert Eagle Magnum, you know, on my hip. I'm fine as Jill. But when it comes to Carlos, I'm Fucked. And I love that Carlos could, is where I ran out of ammo. Yeah, exactly right. And I love that you could go back and do it as Jill because you needed to really go back through pretty much the whole hospital 
in order to unlock the lockers and, and stuff like that because she yeah, has the exactly. lockpick. So um, the fact that you got to see it from both perspectives and how much, obviously, cooler it was doing it with Jill, who you've got the, you know, the upgraded weapons and a lot more ammo, um, it was good that there was still some stuff left for her to take out as well. Yeah, yeah, and, and yeah, you get the, the extra weapons and all that sort of stuff, but then it's the... The I think there's one particular room you go back to the the nurses station or something yep. like that and it's like cool there were a heap of dead bodies that I double tapped as Carlos to make sure none of them were moving and then as you go back as Jill they they're back. all up again. yeah I'm like oh, I'm glad I'm not the only one that did that I think throughout the whole game I probably risked the life of the character because I was wasting so much freaking ammo on yeah. taking out anything that was on the floor because I'm like I am not walking over this motherfucker and shitting myself. You know, I mean, I'm yeah. taking this one out before I even get near it. So, um, yeah, I think I, I probably wasted a hell of a lot of ammo when I probably didn't need to. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's the that's the good thing about this compared to say Resident Evil Two, where Resident Evil Two is just slowly going up with a knife and checking it. Where with Resident Evil Three, it's like, well, I got six hundred rounds in the pistol. Bang! Yeah, okay, yeah. that one's getting back up. I can afford to do this. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, right. As Jill, I can afford to do this. Yeah, as Jill, maybe not Carlos, but. Yeah, definitely. I think that's for me was was definitely uh, a pro for me with having so much ammo is that I could do that and just save my own sanity a little bit. <laughs> I think more than anything. Yeah, yeah. Just going. Okay, cool. Yeah, my bullet. Like that. That was probably one of the one of the smaller, like a little. Nit- uh, uh, the slightest nitpicks is when a body isn't a zombie and you shoot it. Mm-hmm. There's none of that. That you know, the bullet hitting the body and it going, it just yeah. goes through the body and you yeah. hear it hit the floor and it makes that ding noise. And, and you're you, like, yeah. well, that's not a real body. And you know that like that, that one's not going to get up at all. So it's just yeah, there exactly. for de- purely decorative. I think that only happened once throughout the entire game was I shot a body. Yeah. I hit it in the head and it made that, that you know, the it's hitting the, yeah. the pavement sort of noise. Yeah. It's not hitting a body. And I went, cool, that's a body. Yeah. And then it like, got up and bit me in the back of the neck and went, hang on, I fucking shot you and you made you made pavement noise. You didn't make head noise. Yeah, exactly right. They just threw a few um, of those in there to trick us, I think. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But as as you know, as the game keeps going, Nemesis keeps chasing us, he keeps uh evolving. getting more and more persistent and uh yeah, somewhat somewhat evolving. Um and he's essentially he he as, as he does in the original, from what I've seen, he turns sort of more grotesque yeah. and, and sort of stuff like that. And the the end boss fight in this game goes from, you know, a, a little bit of Resident Evil 2 with the, the atmospheric horror into flat up like the end of a fucking Doom game or the end it's of a, a quake, of an action. Of quake, yeah. qu- yes, like something like this big, yeah. you know, over-the-top Michael Bay boss fight, <laughs> and it was pretty fucking cool. Definitely. I think w- one of the <clears> things... Um, uh, for me, it was. I, I don't know if you recall that 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 fight in the um, sort of like a town center with the clock tower in the background. Uh, in the OG game, or the yeah, uh, in the in the the PS4 Xbox version. Yep, yep. Yeah, so I mean, oh yeah, yeah. outside, yeah, the, the outside the clock yeah. tower and that. So in the original, the clock tower actually played a a part. Um, and there was a whole section where you would climb the clock tower and you'd have to find bits of cogs and stuff to actually get the clock working so that the clock would... uh, It had bells in it as well, and the bells would chime, and that would help alert a chopper that was coming to get you and get you out of Raccoon City. So it was a huge bit of the game that was pretty much completely removed from this version, and... They did cut a fair bit, yeah. Yeah, and they basically just made it as, you know, a, a boss fight in the same 
town square as where that clock tower so happened to be. Um, yeah, and 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 that fight like is you have that fight twice in two separate locations. Yeah, yeah, which I I, I found was okay, like okay, but by the time this, the the sort of the first time you fight Nemesis in in that clock, or when you fight Nemesis in the clock tower location, I'm sitting there going, okay, what do I need to do? The camera is constantly focusing on him, so I can't pivot the camera to turn yeah. around to see if there's yeah, ammo or, yeah. or or zombies or something. But then the second time you sort of have that identical fight in a different location. I'm sitting there going, cool, I know exactly what I'm doing. It, it, it's not a, a horrid moment. Mm. It's more of a, it's, it's, it's more of a, you know, a, a fight in Mortal Kombat. I know exactly <laughs> what I'm doing. But that's the other thing. I went that whole boss fight there in that, that clock tower area without picking mm. up any of the ammo that was in any of the cars or anything like that because of the, the fact that, like you mentioned, that the camera was just continually, continuously sort of pivoting around. So, I didn't even yeah. get a chance to explore any of those areas. So after I had taken our nemesis with whatever ammo I had left, I was like, holy shit, there is everything I need here to, to take there's him out. There's grenade rounds, yeah. there's explosive rounds, there's there's heaps of heaps of shit in here for me to use against him, and I just used my pistol the entire time. Pretty much, exactly right. So that was, yeah, that, that whole fight there for me was probably the worst one in the whole game. Um, and then I was like, okay, well... Does this mean now I'm going to jump into the clock tower and try and signal the chopper to come get me? And, you know, that was a really cool scene in the original game because as the chopper's coming in to rescue her, you see Jill walking out of the clock tower and saying, oh, finally, I've been saved, you know, I'm I'm getting out of here. And then you just see a rocket fired by the nemesis take out this chopper. Um, And it was just a kick-ass scene in the original game. So I was sort of spewing that that wasn't in this game because it would have been so well done. Yeah, yeah, that 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 is a a, com- a a common negative that a lot of people of the, the OG series are saying is, you know, there's there's so much cut out that could have you know made a, in some instances people are finishing this game in in two hours, maybe three hours if they're speed running through it or yeah. just sprinting through it, um, <clears throat> where if if this game came out in 2021 on the next gen consoles and and spent more time to put the the, the clock tower area into it or the um the Probably one of the the things that I've you know I've heard as well is you, Nemesis in his sort of traditional form um, isn't chasing you on the streets for very long. Mm. Like once once a certain event, we're in spoiler territory now. Once essentially he blows himself up on the train with um, Nikolai or yeah. something like that. I think it is. He he mutates into essentially like a giant carnage venom, like a giant liquor four legged yeah. running sort of creature. Yeah, um, and then. Essentially, it it that ends that whole Mister X scenario of him chasing you around the city of Raccoon City because now he's just a giant dog that only appears in certain scripted areas. Exactly right, and I think the the other thing for me that was sort of a di- bit disappointing was the fact that they actually got rid of the um, decision making in the game. So there was a whole bunch yeah. of scenarios through the original game. I think it was like eight eight or so decisions that you had to make. Um, that would slightly alter, you know, the ending and, and the way things happen throughout the game. So the whole decision-making process was removed from the game, um, and I think that would have been awesome in, in obviously, you know, on our current consoles to have that decision-making um, part of the game still in it. Yeah, because that's that's what a lot of uh, that's what that's what I believe on the OG one provided that replayability was. Mm-hmm. 
you, you you know you pick to run from Nemesis. Let's replay the game and let's pick to yeah. fight him. Or let's you that's know exactly let's, right. let's do that. And I mean, it's just different different scenarios. I mean, like you know, we are definitely spoiling things here. You know, fighting with Nikolai and and stuff like that. You can make certain decisions there, and it just sort of changes the ending. And I think, like you just said, that the replayability. Yes, I'm going to go back and play this just because I want to see and find things that I missed, but from a storyline perspective, it's not going to change. Yeah, nothing nothing changes. Yeah. yeah. So that, I it, think, it, is one thing. It would have been interesting if they had a, a Jill scenario and a Carlos scenario. Yeah. So you only played as Jill for one playthrough and then you only played as Carlos for yeah. another, where then you could, that would give you another chance to go back and play it again so then you'd experience the... Uh, the the Raccoon City Police Station, or you'd, you'd experience the uh, the hospital at a different day, or something like that, rather yeah. than just what we got. Yeah. So I think yeah, obviously these little changes and, and like you said, not having those other scenarios um, does sort of spoil the the replayability of this game. Yeah. Well, before we uh we, we get off to sort of to scores and stuff like that, I've uh, as you're aware, I put a photo of the uh, of this week's episode on the listener community, saying, "Has anyone got any questions?" As we we're recording, yep. and uh, Stephen Galinda or Stephen the Mother Flippin' Galinda has come back saying, "Do you guys feel that Capcom dropped the ball and cut too much out of Resident Evil Three? The mass amount of uh, of uh, change kind of got me upset, but at the same time, I still enjoyed the fresh coat of paint." Maybe if they spent another few months and didn't spend all their money on Project Resistance, which I did, you even check out Project Resistance? I have played one, literally one, one round of it. Um, yep. I found it was fun as the mastermind, but as a survivor, a bit sort of clunky and glitchy and mm. crappy. But as the mastermind, it, it was actually a bit of fun trying to work out, you know, where to place things and how to cut them off from survive, you know, getting out and placing zombies and, and all that. It was actually pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 much more fun from the mastermind point of view. But when you've, I found I've I've only played maybe five five to eight rounds roughly. Yeah. And when you've got a group of survivors that either know what they're doing or know how to break things, then playing as the mastermind sucks because you put you know a floor trap down and then a crawled zombie behind the door. Yeah. And then they'll literally walk in, shoot exactly where the floor trap is without like even. So, sort of like walking around the corner and just blind firing, shooting the floor trap, and then they know the zombies around the door. That sort of layout construction. Yeah. Um, but I found like using the superpower of you know uh, the G virus or, yeah. or, or Mister X and running around as them for you know things like thirty seconds or whatever is is pretty cool. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's something I, I think I'm going to you know give it a solid crack. Um, but just yeah, the, at first thoughts were just a bit a bit clunky. Yeah, if uh, I I will agree with Stephen. If if they got rid of sort of project resistance and spent more time on yeah. RE three, I think that would have been much better. Yeah, I totally um, totally agree with him too. I think um, you know there has been a heaps of complaints from people about how short the game is. Like you said, you can you could power through this within you know a few hours. Um, I think adding those other areas back you know into the game. Um, with Clock Tower and, you know, the other stuff that's missing, adding all the options that we had in the original game, it probably would have been a, a lot more enjoyable and a much longer game to play. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's the thing as well. With with our with RE2, you've got it, uh, you've got it, finish it with Leon and Claire, um, but you've also got their second scenario. So you can finish it with Leon and Claire already on the first scenario and then replay both of them again on second scenario. Yeah, exactly. But then you've right. got that. Then you've got the 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 extra story modes to play as, where you play as uh, I think it's Kendo, the the shop owner, or the yeah. the 
the mayor's daughter and and Huck Hunk, I think it was the yeah. the resist the yeah. So you've got all these different modes where you don't necessarily have that for Resident Evil Three. Once you've finished it, you've you've basically finished it. You can replay it again. You unlock costumes and unlimited ammo. And yeah. I think there's a knife that you can get that like immediately sets zombies on fire and That's makes awesome. them explode and stuff like that. Yeah. But it hasn't got that replayability of something else from a different point of view. I wonder if you'll uh, if they have Jill's nineties costume in that uh, unlockable. I think I think I think there is a way to unlock it. I think you have to finish it on like the hardest of hardest oh, difficulties. And if you want to get models, like there's the model viewer in this game as well. If you want to get the model viewer for the O, like for the the standard Form One Nemesis, mm-hmm. you have to finish the game in like under two hours. Gee. I'm like, no, that should be like the first thing you unlock. I, I want to zoom in and take a look at the Nemesis model, but I'm I'm not going to finish this game in two hours. Yeah, Fuck exactly me. right. Yeah. Because you're sprinting past everything and you're not picking up collectibles or opening yeah, you're not up gonna you know, enjoy it. safes yeah. to get patches and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, exactly right. So, yeah, I think the replayability of the game, yeah, 100% agree. Um, that's been completely removed from this. And, yeah, I think they, they could have spent a little bit more time on it. Yeah, as a as as playing it from a point of view without having any or not much prior to the the playing the actual game prior knowledge of Resident Evil Three, I enjoyed it. I found it a lot more action oriented. There yep. was more of those scripted moments where you can see in the video that you did when you know running across scaffolding and you jump and it falls and you have to you know pull yourself up and all that that very Tomb Raider esque moment. Definitely. Um, and I found the boss fights weren't necessarily as threatening or or, or fear-inducing as uh, Resident Evil 2. Like, when you fight, you know, the, the G-Virus for yeah. the first time in Resident Evil 2, I was freaking out because it's this dark, smoke-filled room and you can't see can't him see properly. Yeah. But then when you fight Nemesis on the roof for the first time, he's just he's got a flamethrower on his back, and I'm like, cool, I'll just shoot the tanks. And exactly right. The it's, end of it. You can easily pivot around and you can just shoot the tanks. So, uh, yeah, 100% agree on Yeah. That. Um, I did enjoy it. I had I had a lot of fun with this. I found this this is the game that if you're if you are a fan of like you know it's a shit show now, but like The Walking Dead or you, you like horror movies, but yep. you're shit scared of horror games because of clearly you have to push the characters to do things. Resident Evil Three is that perfect game mm-hmm. to provide that challenge because it's easy enough to do it. It's it's horror, but it's more of that action perspective of it as well and once you finish this you go on to resident evil 2 following three and it was like cool that's the next stepping stone in regards to your challenge and enjoying the story and and learning more about the characters because this is this is like yeah dark souls if you will in regards to the challenge for people who don't like horror games and um i'm gonna get i'm gonna get my wife to play it because it's gonna be fun it's gonna be loads of fun (laughs) That, that that i think yeah i think i have to do the same they're into this shit. Well, she'll so. probably you, you, your your wife will probably finish it and then have no complaints because she likes horror things. Yeah, exactly right. And just call me a pussy for being scared of it. Oh yeah, there you go. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but get yourself a VR headset and play it in VR. Oh or something. man, that would be amazing. That's what they need to do on the next gen. Just have a, a, a new Resident Evil or even a remake, but with with VR, you could just imagine how uh, how scary that would be. Yeah, that, well, I think Resident Evil uh, 7 Biohazard mm. can be played with PlayStation horrible, VR. Horrible game. But yeah. I, I you didn't think, like Resident Evil 7? I, I Look, I sort of lost interest probably after 5. 4 and 5 for me was yep. was the end of my Resident Evil run. Like, I loved the, all the original games. And after 5, I just, yeah, for me, I just, I just lost interest, I think. Things changed yeah, so, quite a lot. 
there are talks that they might do Resident Evil 4 for their next reboot, but to be honest, I'm not a fan of fucking viruses that have tentacles coming out of their heads and make them like yeah. deranged farmers and stuff. I'm like, zombies, yeah. man. Zombies and liquors and that stuff. That I think like, that's, that's enough. That's I think fine. What, what the nemesis eventually evolves into t- at the end of this game, the whole, you know, Doom-looking character, Quake, for me, that, yeah. that I don't really want to see that. I want to see, what, like you said, I want zombies. I don't mind, uh, you know, something like a liquor, but that's probably as far as I want to see in these sort of games. Um, yeah. Anything after that's just sort of like a bio weapon or, or whatever they turn things into. That's where it lost me after part four. It's sort of like in Jurassic Park, the dinosaurs. Wow, enough! Like they're zombies. Like yeah, you yes, don't they're zombies. Need but like anything more. You, <laughs> yeah, you get that. You get that survival aspect of like six rounds, uh, twenty zombies in the room. Yep. And for for some reason, the same thing as this Resident Evil game as Resident Evil Two, a headshot does not automatically kill them. You need to like blow their head off or put yep. eight rounds into their heads to put them down. Yep, exactly right. Uh, score wise, though, uh, when it comes to this, I I did have fun with it. I think it's I think it is a great uh, intro for for, Fran- for for people who have never played Resident Evil or know nothing of Resident Evil Three. I think this is fantastic for from from my perspective of knowing near nothing except for those shitty Resident Evil movies. Uh, I'm going on on that perspective alone as a four point five because I've never played Resident Evil Three. What about yourself? I, uh, yeah, absolutely loved it. Um, it had enough nostalgia factor to it to, to bring me back to the late 90s. Um, the rendering of the game and, and the environment um, and it being, you know, being able to explore it a lot more um, for me was awesome. Um, even just Jill, how stunning Jill was as a character. Um, I think they did a great, great job with her, and a great job at sort of modernising, obviously the outfit and making it less nineties. Yeah, and stuff you can't as put well. the boob tube in the skirt. Yeah, so. yeah. So they really modernised it, as you said in your uh, YouTube review. It was a little bit Tomb Raidery, um, so I thought that was cool as well. But yeah, look, absolutely enjoyed the from start to finish um, the game, and yeah, like I said, I'm, I'm actually looking forward to going back and, and playing it, maybe at a slower pace to actually enjoy finding things that I maybe had skipped past um, prior. Um, yeah. I, I agree, 4.5 as well. Well, there we go. Well, it looks like it's 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 doing well across the board. Maybe Fuzzy will play it. I don't know. But yeah, it's I, a... I think uh, a, I smell a challenge. Oh! He, well, he was man enough to take up the devil... Uh, Devils May Cry challenge that I set him a little while ago. So let's see, Fuzzy, if you are man enough to sit through a Resident Evil game. It can be number two, it can be number three, but we want to see you play it. Video evidence as per last time, I presume? Video evidence is needed. Um... And hey, I heard you're a bit of a pussy, so let's let's just wait and see if he can uh, if he can do this. <laughs> I, I that that's the thing with this game; it's all like first time you fought, you know you go up against a couple of zombies, you freak out, and then like, cool, yeah, there's a normal zombie over there, yeah, there's a normal zombie over there. Oh shit, there's a liquor. Oh, yeah. there's a like the the hunter, the hunters in the hospital, they fucking one shot kill you. Like it's it's fucking insane. Yeah, exactly right. I mean, it, once you think you're you're used to things. There's another element that comes into the game that just completely puts you out of your comfort zone. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 great for that, but it's also a fucking dick for that. Definitely. So, Fuzzy, let's see what you got, mate. Let's see if you can uh, can get through this. 
Ooh. <laughs> All right, well, uh, that, that's going to do it for this week's episode. Uh, Michael, of course, if people want to go onto Culture Shock, uh, what's what's the website? Where can they go? What's going on in the store? What's what's happening? Yeah, check out cultureshockcollectibles.com uh, for our website. Free postage Australia-wide on orders over $50. Uh, we've got WonderCon exclusives this weekend from 9 o'clock on Saturday morning. Uh, so get in there. There's no virtual lines or, or any of that crap. So uh, Yeah, you on. have five minutes to spend in the store. Then you will be kicked out of the store. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, as I like to say, no virtual lines, just Wicked Funko exclusives. Yeah, that's, how, that's how we do it, man. We've also got uh, m- myself and uh, our, our, well, our mate Andy uh, very excited because uh, uh, Director Krennic was just uh, released in Hong Kong. So uh, it won't yeah. be long now before he, he arrives. And uh, early reviews are coming out for the guy, and they're they're, they're pretty good. The figure looks kick-ass, so I'm just, you know, hopefully we can get, uh, you know, there, there has been delays, obviously, with a lot of figures and upcoming releases because of the whole COVID-19 thing, but um, hopefully Director Krennic's not far away. Oh, yeah. I'm excited for him. I think he's, I think he's the last Star Wars one to go, and then I think my Star Wars run's done. It's complete. I, th- I think so. I've been told off. Until the next figure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, until the next figure. There'll, there'll be something to go with. <laughs> someone that's it but uh again if you did enjoy this episode of uh, of shaken not new well we hope you did because it's resident evil 3 that's all we talked about this week there of course is uh culture truck collectibles to check out the links will be in the description below and on the uh, the facebook and the twitter and the instagram tags there is also of course the free funko pop that i will buy for you uh, with your order at Culture Shock Collectibles, just put "play with yourself" in the uh, in in the code, the promo code area, I think it was, or the in the, the comment section. section. Yeah, the in the section. in the notes section, Michael will when let me know, out. and then I yep. yeah, and I will pick the Funko Pop for you. It'll get thrown into your order, and uh, you may like what you get, you may not like what you get, but hey, I'm picking for you. That's that's what you get. <laughs> Let's um, <laughs> the $600 Mr. Freeze Batman the Animated Series <laughs> that's what you can expect <laughs> well that's going to do it from me uh, this is Judy reminding you to play with each other and of course play with yourself stay home <laughs> and game <laughs> thanks for having us guys <laughs> stay home and game oh that's a good one